Welcome, 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 welcome to Kicking Myself, a trading card game podcast. I was going to do a Chris Jericho joke, but I also don't think most listeners would get it where you're like, Kicking Myself is Jericho, and I don't think a lot of people would like that. So I'm gonna I don't that. understand that myself. So. And Y2J was so long ago, like Y2K, all that stuff, so. Well, you don't, you don't understand, he doesn't understand current wrestling. So hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kicking Myself, a trading card game podcast. Um, Where we like to watch the world burn. I hate you so much. So first thing we're going to talk about. Did the world catch on fire? uh, There was a bit of world fire going on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel, I actually feel worse for Seth. (laughs) Why? Seth plays Golos. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so uh, just a brief bit of MTG news, uh, specifically Commander news. This will be like a week and a half ago by the time. This yeah, comes and, up, I, and, right. and we're and we're not sorry for that. Um, <laughs> at least I'm not. Ross is definitely not sorry for it. Absolutely not. No. So uh, this week there was kind of a. I kind of want to say it was controversial. In was it? Some people thought it was, but... Some people who were salty about building Golos decks when it was the most made deck of all time in Commander (laughs) are salty about it, sure. Yeah, so uh, for those of us who play Magic the Gathering who listen to this, um, in Commander and EDH, Golos, uh, Tireless Pilgrim, was banned as... was banned in the format, and Worldfire was unbanned. Now, the unbanning of Worldfire... Literally caused stress on me in the most inadvertent way that I never would have thought imaginable. That and that's group because, chat was a hilarious conversation. No, it's mostly because Ross, Ross does. No, it's mostly because Ross doesn't know how to use Twitter. I thought I used it just fine. We got a ton of traction. That, on that. That, without a doubt, that is our highest engagement tweet that we've ever so, had. So let me explain. I think I proved I know how to use Twitter. No, you didn't. <laughs> you don't know. Okay, so success for Ross is your trophy. Yeah. I will take it. So typically, when any of us are tweeting from that account, we like to put our name in in, in hyphens, right? Uh, parentheses. Parentheses. Before we actually say what we're going to say. This differentiates like the the tone, the language, the character of each person. And so you know that if it's if it's mental gibberish, it's me talking. You know if it's something coherent, it's Mark talking. And and and. And if it's Ross trying to make Morgan sad, it's Ross. It's Ross. Yeah. So well, I mean. I would like to point out that whenever I tweet, I never put my name on it. So if it doesn't have a name, you know it's from me. Well, I'm going to start deleting them then because <laughs> it's like upsetting. Uh, <laughs> Why? Well, because of what happened. So first of all, our, our, tw- our Twitter handle is at kicking underscore myself. He's actually very angry right now. I, I am very angry. <laughs> um, so Ross, as we've covered in previous episodes, has a collection of world fires. Yes. And... Because Worldfire got unbanned, Worldfire spiked this week. And when Ross <laughs> put up a post showing that he had a bunch of Worldfires, everyone assumed that that was me and contacted me at all directly, hours directly. of the day directly asking about <laughs> Worldfires. <laughs> I was already having a very rough week as it was in just my personal life. And so having about, I don't know, 70 people contact me over Worldfires really pissed me off. It was a big pain in the mouth, wasn't it? 
So... I, I'm just amused by all of those. I, I, I lost a cap on my tooth, Mark is alluding to. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would like to point out that this tweet got thousands of yeah, it got, interact. It, it got not a in, super traction. What's the... What was the word? It's, uh, I'll find it. But yes. we didn't get I think any it had, followers from it. <laughs> it has had 10, 000, over 10,000 impressions, there we and go. it has we over 2,800 total engagements. But we Which is like any, likes and such like we that. We didn't get Oh, it's got 113 likes. We got Ryan Freeberger. Did we get Ryan Freeberger? We did. Oh, that, then it's a total success. That's, that's kind of sweet, actually. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, well, so Complete success. No downside whatsoever. <laughs> None. Except that, like, literally, I was getting... Facebook messages at five o'clock in the morning and like three o'clock in the morning asking about foil world fires and to buy all the world fires I have. I don't have any world fires. <laughs> They're all with Ross. So if you want to bother Ross, go find Ross Clark on Facebook and bother him for world fires because I don't want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> I would like to point out I am not sorry at all and I will likely do it again. <laughs> And you wonder why I get angry. <laughs> All right, so, um, well, okay. I will apologize a little bit by giving Morgan a few of the gifts that I brought him today. It's gift day. What? It is. I didn't get anyone. Except the sandwich. You got me. Oh sandwich. yeah, I did buy you lunch. Yeah, uh, I'm okay with that. So the first of it is a valuable cookie. It is. <laughs> A Mew Oreo that I got from a pack of Oreos. Is it shiny? It is no! not shiny, but it is an Oreo. It, it's in the team bag. Hold on, don't take yeah. out the team bag. No, I, I, like I, I don't want you to take out the team bag. Okay. okay. It's bag. in a team bag. Just so you know, my because I opened it at work because someone brought in um, a pack of Oreos as a joke. Then we actually got the Mew. Currently, there is an auction for one of these on eBay that is over twenty dollars, and I find that hilarious. So this Mew is in a team bag. Uh, funny enough, as I told you before we started this episode, my tooth fell out. My, the cap on my tooth. So <laughs> guess where my tooth is? It's in a team bag. Team bags are really, really useful right now. So many uses yeah. for so many team bags. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you want to tell us what your favorite team bag usage is, uh, uh, send us an email at kickingmyself at uh, kickingmyselfmtg at gmail.com or uh, tweet us at kicking underscore myself because team bags are really useful and I have a cookie in a team bag right now, but uh, and, and a I, tooth. So should I get greedy? That's the question. Uh, maybe because right now I'm looking at uh the eBay listings for them. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of them. Like, are we, uh, are we sending this cookie to PSA? Uh, maybe. <laughs> so right now there's one that. Wait, can we send to Beckett so we can get subgrades? Right now there is one that is twenty five thousand dollars or best offer. Get the get the for charity. Get oh okay. Is it is, is it, it for, for charity? charity? Oh that I don't see it. Uh oh yeah, sale benefits charity. Oh okay. Yeah. Less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there is two by the same person, one at twenty dollars and one with zero bids at a dollar. So there is one with eighteen bids at twenty three dollars. That's the one I'm going to I'm gonna give the listeners It some, is PSA ten, they say. Some context. PSA ten plus. No, plus a Pokemon card. Oh, is that what it says? Yeah, PSA ten plus oh, a Pokemon kind of, card. That's kinda of cool. Oh, okay. get me, get me uh, so Nabisco slash Oreo released these limited edition packs of uh, Oreo cookies where is you can... Oreo a company? I don't know. So, but before we go too far into like just talking about like Nabisco in that way, I do want to point out that there is a strike 
uh, happening with the Bisco yes, about the, the quality of treatment of workers and things like Which that. Is... I'm personally not like supporting Nabisco, but this is a promo that they're doing right now. Works for me. Yeah, it's also yep. it's it's kind of screwed up. I I I appreciate that. Yeah, I I think workers' rights are really important. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't need to go into that at the yeah, moment. And, we and, don't. But I, it was important. To no, it, no, it is definitely, and we're keeping it in because it's important that people know about it. Um, not that you have any say in what we keep in and what we don't. Yes, Oregon's going to keep in Oregon. That's so. true. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So uh, they released these these limited edition Pokemon Oreo packs, and you can get different Pokemon on the Oreos, but each packaging is different, so, like, you don't actually know what you're getting on the cookie, so the Mew one is, like, obviously one of the rarest ones. There's hype over it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but I'm a Mew collector, so Ross obviously was like, uh, here's this cookie. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was good for your Mew collection to have a cookie. Here. How am I going to store this? <laughs> I don't know. In a team bag? After it's in your belly. <laughs> you could put it in your team bag when it's done with your belly. I, I don't know how this long. is quite possibly my favorite use of a team bag. I mean, I permanent I put, storage of an Oreo. Cookie. I put a tooth in mine, so <laughs> all right, all right. You said gifts. There's other. There's there other. is in fact a second gift. Ooh. So I bought some uh, pre-release kits for Midnight Hunt. I opened up a couple and got a card that I really wanted to give Morgan because he talked about it already. Is it Jeremy? Is it Jerry? It is technically Ormondal because I can't see the Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Thank you! And now I have one other card from the set I need. But <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, I brought that deck. I'm going to play this in the deck today. Awesome. Here's a real question. What are the other cards in here? Let's open uh, this up They are, out. I think, tokens mostly. But Let's find out. So, uh, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, I was gonna like go all over creation looking for this card, but I don't need to. That's sick. Actually, this looks really good. Like that's a really good. Oh, they did I, a really good job on like well, the. That, that's foils. a really nice foil. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a really good foil. That's like that pops really well. Like the little bits of metal that oh, are yeah. all over it. Yeah. Usually, pre-release foils you hate. Oh, yeah, I've. Cool. Like, hurt just a little bit okay. Now. Well, now I'm gonna go put it in the sleep. I have a sleep here. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, thank you. That is awesome. Uh, I don't have to spend all of the $1.50 this card is probably going to be worth at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, you've already spent your, uh, your budget on magic for the whole month now. So. Shh. I bought a hollow fountain expedition, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully a bird doesn't steal it. No, it's not well, yeah, that's what. It's not steam. But it's a shock land. Uh, it's the only one to steal that. Yeah. We don't know that. We also don't know the gender. He could have been playing... Assuming that Alice gender. Yeah, and he could have been playing America Control. <laughs> so you said That's he. so bad. Hey, could have been playing Jeskai Control. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but if they are, they're playing like a budget Jeskai Control with like I mean, Celestial Colonnade. Let's, let's all be honest. Like, Bird was probably playing Standard. Probably. Like, and so now they probably want like Allruns Epiphanies and Poppet uh, Stitchers for that blue-black control deck. Oh, you don't know about this? No. It's one of the grossest combos I've ever seen. It's Poppet Stitcher plus extra turn uh, Allruns Epiphany that makes the two tokens, the two bird tokens. Sure. And you flip it immediately into Poppet Factory, which makes them into three threes with no abilities. And so by casting Allruns Epiphany, you get nine power worth of tokens on the battlefield. 
and you can just attack for nine the next turn, and they're pretty much your dead. Oh, this isn't standard. Okay, is it? okay. It's, yeah, it's a standard deck. Okay, I don't know. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So speaking of cards, well, so we we this is also a we, kind of a interesting hit note in history, right? This weekend, like hip note. Hip note. I said hip interesting note, note in get frog monster. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> settle, Morgan. Settle. They're idiots. Just think, think about wrong. world fire. About wildfire. Just breathe into the fire. <laughs> I, 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 I think the fumes will get to me eventually. Um, this week, uh, there were two pre releases, not only in Magic the Gathering, but we also had a Flesh and Blood pre release, oh, wow. which oh, is nice. really cool because we I don't think it's, we've definitely had pre releases coincide with each other in different games, but this has been one that both. Both player bases have played, like Ross and I both play Magic and Flesh and Blood. Mark is reluctantly playing Flesh and Blood. I, I'm looking at Flesh and Blood cards. Sure. I don't okay. recall actually playing. No. Yeah, we, we, we got him, a, we got him a, a Prism Blitz deck. But it's been really cool to see that a lot of people are, going, are, are trying to go to both or trying to do multiple things and gotten like interested in both. I want to give a shout out to our friend Keith. First of all, Keith bought me some packs the other night to cheer me up during a really rough week. Um, and I really appreciate that. But Keith went to uh, a pre-release, I believe it was at Games and Stuff, and pulled the fabled cold foil from the set. That's which, the, the land thing. Yeah, right? the full art, like, flip, duel. Um, it's really cool. It's also astronomically expensive right now. Um, I think yeah, $4,000 isn't that much. Four thousand dollars isn't that much. It's a reasonable price for a card that came out a day. But, but the reason that I think it's really cool is this was Keith's first Flesh and Blood pre-release ever. Nice. And like the fact that you got to go into a pre-release and pull something as insane. Also, while Medina was on stream, he just like crashed through and was like, "Guys, guys, guys, I got it. I got the L." <laughs> or the W in this case, not the L. Um, say. <laughs> um, so I thought that was really cool. We also just had people opening midnight hunt packs. I mean, I just, I think it's a cool time for the community right now. I think that everyone who is saying, and I just want to say this is my personal perspective, anyone who is saying or being uh, kind of, uh, par not parasitic, um, uh, negative towards one community over another, either if it's flesh and blood or magic, there's enough people in the world and enough uh, space at the table for both games and for people to play both games. Let people enjoy what they want to do. If you want to play both, play both. If you want to play one, play one. But you don't need to be negative about both. Or you don't need to be negative about the other community. Like, let people enjoy each other. That's Or enjoy the, the things they want to enjoy. That's part of being a gamer, right? We come here and uh, to not judge each other and not be, like, harshly, you know, criticized. Let people just do what they want. Have fun. Feel happy for people. That's all I got. I, and I, I know you guys are like sitting here and are just like whatever but to me i just think it's important that people remember that we want to have fun and don't like you know don't just don't just be nice to each other yeah that's that's a nice sen sentiment i would like to point out that i like judging morgan all the time for all the ah! he does mm -hmm. but that's yeah that's all i have to say about that yeah. i judge him yeah i mean <laughs> and, and that's fine like like but me that's me and ross and mark's relationship that's different than you Telling me, okay, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. we've like belabored this point. Yeah, all right, we're done. we're done. Like, we're done. We're done. We're done. Don't be shy ah! to people. As Bill and Ted said, be 
excellent to one, to one another. another. I have I have opinions about that movie. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ross is going to re review movies at some point in time. I'm excited for that, honestly. Um, uh, so, but that being said, with the launch of a new Magic the Gathering set, I had asked the community a question. Um, and when, when actually I asked this question, it got a lot of interesting responses, but it was about the list in general. With the set boosters, you have the ability to open a curated... I'm using <laughs> hand quotes. Curated He knows card. you can all see the hand quotes. Yeah. Curated card from Magic's history. Now, when I originally heard about this, I thought it was the stupidest thing ever. And I still think it's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, it's a list of 300 plus cards every time. And it's a one in four chance of opening any one of them. So theoretically, to get all of them, and if you open a different one every single time, it would take 1,200 packs. That's insane. The fact that you've actually done the math on this is very it's sad. It's not very hard to do that math. <laughs> and then that's not even, you're not even likely to get all of them at that point. It's just that you have opened enough of them to get all of them. Oh, before we do that. Um, get into this list story. I did have one other really crucial piece of information I wanted to share. Uh, something I found out this week because I was, unfortunately I came into close contact with someone and had to isolate myself for quarantine. I tested negative. I have two PCR tests that are negative, which was the reason right. why I was so angry about things, but, um, and I lost a tooth. But uh, during this entire time of not watching Mr. Beast videos and some other stuff, I got- yeah, You could have been watching movies. I got bored. Um, I ended up finding this really cool <laughs> channel called MTG North mm -hmm. and the yeah. yeah the gentleman on there named Morgan has a very glorious mustache and I commented on their YouTube channel from one Morgan to another Morgan really love your stash man love the channel and he wrote me back and said I don't know you I think we just became best friends <laughs> <laughs> and I was like so I went back and forth with this guy and I hope I hope one day maybe he'll come on the podcast because he had his box was sick. He got two Tefries and two Ren and Sixes in the same box. Ren so now six? he's Ren and Seven. Sorry, I was, I was about to say. say. Well, <laughs> they are list cards. No, are no, 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 no. Well, yeah, Ren and Sixes on the list, which is bizarre to me. Well, not really, but yeah. Okay, so let's let's circle back to this list topic. When I actually came to hang out at Ross's store once, the first time I interacted with the list, I bought a pack of Zendikar Rising. Uh, I didn't expect to get anything. I didn't really care, but I was pissed because the card I opened was not was not a full art, but a regular normal wastes. Yep. Ooh, I need that. It's actually like the normal wastes are actually more expensive than the full art wastes because they only came in, in the starter decks, right? In the decks, yeah. yeah. But like that feels like that feels kind of <laughs> right, like. When you open, like, I was watching people open on camera this week. Like, they were opening, like, Resurrections and, like... Which one? The Double Master one. Or the, the Ultimate, Ultimate Master? Master? Yeah, oh, yeah. The promo art one. I really, the, like, uh, I really like the art on that, but I hate the border. I have a specific name 
for the original art that I'm not sure I'm allowed to say on this podcast. Then you're not. Sorry, what's not? <laughs> but like people were opening like Invisible Stalker and there were some cards thematic to Innistrad. I get it. But there were also cards that were like just printed last set in the D&D set. So there was the wolf. The common wolf in the storyboard like frame just in the list. The wolf one? Just not the rare. The common yeah, the yeah, wolf. it was part what? of the list. So like, well, that's I, real weird. So I started. I asked a question to my Facebook populace and to the uh, the Twitter audience. Um, Facebook populace, yes. Which was, what is the worst and the best cards you've opened out of the list? And some of the answers I was like a little taken aback by, and some of them I wasn't surprised by. So I wanted okay. to kind of just go over some of them and get your impressions. So why don't we talk about before then mm-hmm. what? we have opened sure and um see how this stacks up to what yeah what our uh, audiences said yeah i can definitely tell you about my best list open and i can definitely tell you about my worst list open why don't we start with that one then okay that's the same thing with me i i know i've opened a million like completely unplayable trash cards for the list and i just like throw them away it's like they're terrible and there's some that are like i don't understand why like it's supposed to be thematic to the set it's in. Some of them don't make an iota of sense to me. Okay. I watched, uh, again, on the same uh, stream cast, whatever I was watching, that the gentleman opened The Wolf. He also opened Warp World from Ravnica in the Innistrad set boost. Was like, Man <laughs> after my own heart. Yeah, but, like, why? What does Warp World have to do thematically with Innistrad? Like, because... doesn't it have to do with Innistrad? Because it's warped that world. Yeah, the whole world, all the land, it's been warped. Morgan I'm, looks so disgusting. Guys, right like, now. that's, that's being very that, serious. That's a stretch. So like, serious. That's such a stretch. You could you could have put like anything like okay. So the be- the best list card I've ever opened out of a pack was Mind Slicer. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah, which is like uh, I think it's like a twenty or thirty dollar card, which is sweet. Um, yeah, it's expensive. I'm not sure how much it is right now. I think it's got two printings aside from the list printing as well. It's got the original printing and the, I think the 8th Odyssey? Edition. No, it's Odyssey. Yeah, 8th yeah, edition didn't border. have originals in it. No, yeah. I said whatever the original. Oh, the original. So, yeah, the Odyssey, Odyssey, so Odyssey and then a white border right, set. which I believe is 8th. 9th. 9th. 9th, okay. Yeah. So I wasn't that far off, but. Um, pretty far off. The worst They're card. They're two years apart. Yeah, come on, man. The worst card I've opened from the list. Completely different standard Was... Was there, it's a toss-up because there's was it like Heliod or something? No, or like was a god. No. Um, oh, if it was a bad god, then Farika. No, it wasn't a god. I'm just saying it's a toss-up oh. between. Oh. It's a toss-up. It's a toss-up between god and what? No, one was deicide. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. It's, it's, it like works. that's, and it, it was in the Zendikar Rising, like packs. So like thematically, I was like, what? That's a weird one too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? I mean, <laughs> most likely what that was supposed to be was a uh, teaser for Theros. Was no, it, Theros came it? out before that. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, Theros came out before. Zander. Oh, it's then a a not a callback, but a holdover, holdover where yeah. they hadn't edited it out yet. Wizards of the Coast, do you see how much you've confused? Yeah, so right. <laughs> so if anybody is actually listening to this from Wizards, do me a favor. At least print the list. And so if nobody's we- listening to us from Wizards. Please tweet at them so that they listen to this, yeah, so they know print, that we're just confused. Print the <laughs> list. Confused. So confused. Print the list because the, the other problem, the other problem becomes, and Ross can tell you this as well, 
then we'll go to his, is dif differentiating between Mystery Booster and the list is miserable. Oh my god. So, <laughs> yeah, the thing is that they technically have slightly different size... Very slight. Uh, <laughs> planeswalker planeswalker symbols, symbols, but it's very small. And, like, between, like, if you see them side by side, you can sometimes tell the difference, but not, not always. Yeah. And, like, um, they're also cards that are on the list that are in Mystery Booster, and that's the only real way you could tell side by um, side. Some Though, usually what happens is that they have the Mystery Booster printing, and then the... Uh, printing on the list is a different printing than the mystery booster one so they're which is infuriating <laughs> is there anything from the list and also in mystery booster yes, yes. So there are cards that are like in both soul ring and skull clamp and thought vessel there are also cards that have different art <laughs> which there. one's worth more uh yes the list <laughs> ones usually are because the list ones are rare um the second card that is is tied for worst with dsi was um Ross, you go, and I'll, I'll I'll remember what the card was. But it was it was it was bad. I hope we don't come back to this. I hope we don't come back. <laughs> I doubt we will. I'll forget. Because <laughs> I want to also get to the stories that yeah. I was told. So I, my two best that I've opened. So one is a best as in money value, and one is a best as in the best card. Uh, the best money value card I've opened on the list is Alenda, the Dusk Rose. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know that was on the list. Well, yeah, that's also the problem. The, I didn't know uh, it was on the list. <laughs> it was on the... Um, Strength saving? No, Modern Horizons 2 uh, list. That's like... Yeah, it was really strange. Absolutely bizarre. Uh, yes. Oh, I remember the other one was. I'm sorry. It was a shenanigans from Modern Horizons 1 in the Modern Horizons 2 set booster. Even though I found that hysterical, it really pissed me off. So the card was thematic then? Right, but it pissed me off. Shenanigans. If you say shenanigans one more time, we're going to pistol whip you. Shenaniganery? <laughs> I, will, I will hence refrain from too much shenaniganery at this point. Okay, sounds good. Uh, anyway, and the second one is Vela Summer. Ooh. That I pulled, and that was a that's a good a one, good card, and that one like can almost be on any list because it doesn't like really reference anything in specific. But yeah, uh, I've opened a good number of set boosters, and uh, most of the cards on the list are terrible, so I don't really have a worst. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people open up Mind Break Trap. I've seen people that's open not a bad up card. Oh, I know. This is good. These are good cards. Mindberry Trap. I've seen people open up Cavern of Souls. Seen people open up Aether Vials. Like, there are a lot of good cards you can open on the list. It's just, like, there are five in each set that are worth opening. And then there are about maybe up to, like, 20. And then, like, 200 plus that are just, like, quarters. Anyway, Mark, have you opened up any set boosters to get list cards? Not really. Um, I'm not a particularly big fan of set boosters in, in general. Uh, right. Occasionally, I will open up some of those, like, promotional packs uh, that you'll get from, like, just showing up to, like, a random tournament. Mm. And then I'll look at the list card in the back and be, be disappointed and then forget about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm at. It's probably, it's probably the way to go. On what it, I'm more interested in is what the, the, the Facebook-verse had said sure. in Morgan's Facebook-tarium. Sure. So, is I think correct. that's the, the, the technically scientific yeah. term. So, I agree. so in, in terms of one of the better pulls, Keith, who uh, 
I talked about a little earlier, opening Cavernous Souls, uh, yeah. which is sweet. Um, so hold on, he's opened up a Cavernous Souls from the list, and he also opened up, opened up this cold foil. At this point, like, it's... it's Keith it's, has a really good look. And, so and honestly, Keith, should... deser- Keith deserves it. Keith looks really, really freaking hard. We should beat him up and steal his luck. Absolutely. That's what I was saying. Absolutely <laughs> not. First of all, his wife Amber would kill us because she's like... She'd kill us. She's just like... I mean, to be fair, that's that's fine. But, like, at some point you... Well, the thing is, if we beat him up and take his luck, then she won't be able to kill us. We could bring him up on the podcast again and see if he's interested in talking about how we can beat him up. <laughs> anyway, um, my friend Russell, best was running six or progenitis, worst was wastes. Progenitis? Wait, wait, hold Progenitus. on. Can you say that again? Progenitis! Wait, why is it Renin 6 or Progenitus when Progenitus is worth like 10 bucks and Renin 6 is worth like $100? But Progenitus comes with Morgan saying, Progenitus! Also, maybe someone really wanted Progenitus. You said it wrong. Progenitus! There you go. (laughs) Um, Logan, who is also a friend of ours from the Discord, best was Food Chain. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, worst was Wisensane. What? It's not a bad it's card. It's not a bad card. I mean, it's on the eye of the beholder, right? So I guess the list also is... Anyway. Like, I mean, it's it's required to go on any Kithkin based commander deck. Yeah. Haven't you played a Kithkin commander deck? I know. My favorite Kithkin commanders are in that deck. <laughs> right? All of them. Every single one. My friend Greg French uh, said his was, I think it was Carrion Ants, or the Red Ants, or whatever the... <laughs> Carrion Ants, yeah. yeah. Ca- Carrion Ants. <laughs> the best was Urborg, Tomb of Yagmoth, oh, which nice. is good. Carrion Ants is the red-black one, right? Yeah, it's a real bad one. Yeah, Carrion Ants is not on the list. It's not? No. So it's and Carrion red... Ants is just black. Some Red Ant. It's the Red-Black Ant from, like, Mirage. Army Ants. Whatever, Ar- yeah. Army Ants. That destroys lands certainly does. Okay. It certainly does. Uh, my friend Austin, uh, worst was Wellwisher, which I technically disagree with. I think Wellwisher is a great card, but I don't think it should be on the list. Best was either Cracks Thumb or Scrying Sheets. Wait, why is why would Wellwisher be on D&D's, a list of anything D&D worse? D&D and, um, and uh, um, time. Like, but it's like worth a few bucks. It's like fine. I mean, I, again, we're thinking about this from like the worst rip to the best rip. Yeah, but if it's worse, it's not even worse, or that, that's it's not like, a like, bad one. It's not even really a good one. It's yeah, just, it's like just, eh. it's just it's another one. It's like okay, cool. It's not worth nothing, but I'm not excited about mm. it either. My yeah. friend Richard Combs, uh, actually, this set, which I think is really cool, and I'm glad they added it back in. Pull the Ancient Tomb. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> what uh, version is it? Tempest or Ultimate Masters? It's Tempest. Kyle, who's our friend from the Discord, mm-hmm. open up Rustic Study. Seems fine. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Which was also a mystery booster. Yeah, which is really irritating. <laughs> which one? Wait, was it the prophecy one or the jumpstart one? Or was it, ooh, was it a reprint of the mystery booster one in the list so there was two planeswalker symbols so in the corner? Complex. Could you prove <laughs> any of that? Could, that's so complicated. Uh, my friend William Gentle remembers his best, obviously, because you always remember your best. Pack Negation from Zendikar, Urborg from Modern Horizons. And then my friend Zachary Myers was uh, Aether, Vial, Vial, yeah. Modern Horizons, Modern Masters 2. Nice. Modern Horizons 2, whatever it was. Which, like, it, there's mixed opinions here. Like, I, I have some people who are like, 
I opened brilliantly, and then there were some people who were like, I got Chimney Imp. Ooh, Chimney Imp was on the list? Yeah. Nice. Which is weird. Like, I, I love Chimney Imp, don't get me wrong, but... Do you? Do you? We're not going to talk about Shirei a third episode in a row. I'll do you one better. Jonathan Medina, I'm laying down a challenge to you on Uh-oh. this podcast. I would like to play Corlash versus Shirei, one-on-one for bragging rights. For owl stealing rights. Yeah. Are you putting a steam fence up for this? I'll do you one better. If Medina wants to, and I know Medina will answer the challenge because Medina's cool. If I lose, I will put up five packs on Alchemist Refuge to give away of the person's choosing. If I win, I want Medina to sign a Corlash and send it to me. Well, that just doesn't seem fair. Yeah, he's... For anyone? We would totally be getting the, the better end of that. For, yeah, me, right. for me or for the... Yeah. We'd be getting a Corlash? I would be getting a Corlash. You wouldn't be getting oh, anything. Oh, we're not getting anything. I'm just going to send it. I'm going to send it to PSA and get it authenticated and graded. So just on the subject of like, so any five packs of whoever's choosing, you said, right? So if I want to say... Non-collector booster. Sure, sure, sure. I don't... Like, beta is not collector booster. Standard so. set... Set... Pack. I don't believe the word standard. Well, actually, at some particular point, what, yeah. Tempest wasn't standard at one point, yeah. was it? Whatever I mean, I mean, Medina has an inventory. Hey, I, I hey, know it that. It could be flesh and blood, too. Hey, Jimmy has some antiquities and legends boosters. They're not homelands. He has plenty of those. Yeah. Ooh, five <laughs> homelands packs. So I've laid down. a great down, way to lower your I will lay down that challenge. And if Medina actually <laughs> listens to the episode, which he hasn't been able to for the past couple of weeks because he's just been swamped in work, and I, I respect Things that. Happen. I respect that. Um, that but, means that when he does start listening, he gets to binge listen to us. That's awesome. Or, or terrible, depending on how you listen. How about both? Okay. Um, I did also pose one other question to my Twitter um, people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked a lot. We, we, we just had breakfast. We do talk and, a lot. We talk a lot. Uh, we talked a little bit not too long ago about food at Grand Prix and events. I asked people to tell me their worst experience with food at a card gaming tournament. And some of the responses I got were hysterical. Because as you know, food and drink do not mix well with playing cards. I'm going to bring up something I was actually there for, which was really sweet. Which uh, I like to call, and my friend Thomas Avila likes to call, the sideway pizza store, which is where the invisible jet came from, by the way. There's an inside joke in my New York community, and Ross, you were there at yep. my, when we were on vacation, about my father having an invisible jet. Okay. So, it's kind of thematic. But... Like Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman. His father is Wonder Woman. No. I think that's what it implies. No. Okay. But let's let me let me go over these because I think I think they're pretty they're pretty funny. Have you ever had to on a bet because we were just talking about a bet with Medina? Have you ever had to eat a card because you lost a bet? I have not. I have definitely tried to eat a card as a joke, and it's awful. I've definitely eaten cards, and I I can I can definitely tell you it's awful. But um, Austin, who's a friend of mine, his name Austin Rowley, basically lost a bet. And uh, I'll, I'll, let me tell you the story. I think it's a little, uh, it's more interesting if I tell you the entire story that he sent to me. Because he's like, I think this would be very fun for you to tell. Uh, it was a double down bet of who would have a better record of, on top, after the unbanning of Stoneforge Mystic in Modern. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Stoneforge Mystic, was that unbanned with Jace the Mind Sculptor? Correct. Yeah. It was unbanned and with Jace the Mind Sculptor. And Blood Raid Elf. And Blood Raid Elf. Um, so he, it was a it was a double down bet between him and his friend. Not only did they play in top eight, 
of said tournament, but nobody in the top eight was playing said cards that they doubled down on the bet for, uh, which were Stoneforge Mystic and Batterskull. Okay. Because the bet originally was everyone in the top eight is going to be playing Stoneforge Mystic. Because everyone thought when it got unbanned, everyone was going to be, it was going to be, um, it was going to be Cobblade again, where everyone was just playing Stoneforge Mystic, Jason Lion Sculptor, and like those decks would dominate the format, right? Yeah. Did not happen. No. No. But Stoneforge Mystic is still very, very popular in modern. Jace, no, it's a great card. Uh, no, Jace no the Mind Sculptor, not, not so, so much. much. It's a yeah. Drop. yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so the, the food story comes into play here. The bet was he had to eat his own batter skull. Promo or non-promo? Non-promo, and it was covered in Sriracha. Uh, I like Sriracha. I don't know if that makes the card taste better. It doesn't. No. Probably makes it taste spicier. It definitely tastes spicier. Uh, that's fine, though. It's a spicier take on a card. Um, <laughs> uh, my friend Lance was talking about how he went to an EDH tournament a couple of years ago, and a dude came back with a chili cheese dog, and extra chili dripped all over his cards. All over his cards or his own cards? His own cards. Okay. All over his own cards. And that they were... seems gross, but also the guy can do whatever he wants with them. Imagine cards. Expo Fetchlands. Imagine, like... Like, good, just... I mean, that, like, yeah. yes, I get it, but also, it's gross, the fact that the guy was being gross, but at the same time, they're his cards, so who cares? Yeah, I, I agree. I have friends who were just like, all I've eaten my entire tournament career is Subway, because all we did was go to the Washington, uh, the, uh, the Baltimore Convention Center, and the only thing there is Subway, because it's the only edible thing, because the Convention Center prices are disgusting. That's and horrible. Like, it feels real bad, right? Yeah. That feels real bad. Probably the... forced to eat Subway. <laughs> The DC Convention Center, the Dulles, Dulles Expo Center, there we go, that uh, the Magic uh, tournaments are played in, they are, the res surrounding restaurants are not particularly good or bad. The big issue is like there's a okay Mexican place and then like Chick-fil-A, that's it. Yeah. Um... Actually, speaking of Chick-fil-A, my friend Russell was like, went to a tournament George Mason, only food was Chick-fil-A, went without eating in protests. Yeah, it was like, there's a big downside for having Chick-fil-A around, just a lot of people refuse to eat there for, because of the, their stance on gay rights. Hot take, I think Chick-fil-A is mediocre. It is mediocre. It's still better than Popeye's, but it is mediocre. Yeah. Uh, hot take, disagree with you. It's all right. You're allowed to be wrong. Popeyes is terrible, and everybody I, should agree with that. I don't like Popeyes. It gives me acid reflux. It's just bad spice combination and hor <laughs> subpar breading. Scotch, Scott Hatch, um, pre-standard band Skull Clamp Ravager, got annihilated by a Dr. Pepper. Nice. That sucks. <laughs> um, Did he have to sacrifice anything for the Annihilator? Yeah, why didn't he sacrifice in response? Pre-standard Skull Clamp. Yeah, why didn't, yeah, why didn't he, he sacrifice, sacrifice them in response? And then I got a really sad one that I thought I would just kind of... I would shout out because I know uh, my friend Sean is a really good dude. Um, GP New Jersey, he got his bag stolen in 2014. He then went to the nearest food place, paid $55 for a corned beef sandwich, fries, and a drink, and it was mediocre and went home and just was, like, miserable. $55? 
Jer- yeah, Jersey prices. Jersey prices do not justify $55 for a corned beef sandwich. Um, my friend from AU, with my, fries or without. My friend from AU, Michael Headley, who was actually my mentor in math. Thank you so much for helping me pass. Uh, by the way, um, went to GP Vegas for uh, in 2015 for Modern Masters. Entire room got food poisoning from seafood. Um, he told the judge during wait, the wait, wait, wait. They were serving seafood at a GP Vegas. Vegas. Oh, so they just Hotel had options seafood. for everything. Hotel, seafood, Vegas. Got food. Like got food the, poisoning. All you can eat buffets. Buffet. Buffet. Like yeah. That. So he literally told the judge, um, he apologized, says, sorry, what do I need to do if I'm going to vomit mid round? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Mark, what is protocol if someone has food poisoning and like they have to throw up mid round? This, this is what we would do whenever we saw something like this back in the day. I don't know what it is now. I'm assuming it's something similar. A player can ask for a judge if they can step away for any reason. And mm-hmm. if there's a problem where they have to step away from the table entirely, at some point you need to consider, okay, there are more important things than this tournament, and you may need to like drop or drop from the tournament to be able to deal with help. You may need to say, I, I need to, I'm going to concede this match to be able to do what I need to do. At some point you have to consider if the game is more important than you not making it to the bathroom in time. But we have certainly had people say, judge, can we watch the table? I really need to go and I'll be right back. Yeah. Interesting. Exciting things to talk about for the and world of judging. The crux <laughs> of this, coming back to all full circle, the reason I wanted to talk about this food, these food things. Morgan proceeds to go on a long series of tangents about a story about pizza that doesn't really go anywhere. We all agree that the whole story wasn't particularly great content, but here are some snippets for you. Enjoy. We would go out, get drunk. Um, so you make real bad decisions when you're hangry. Charles Fitzgerald fought another human being chopped in half. What does this have to do with food? And is holding the pizza sideways. And my parents are away for the weekend. Derek, the pizzas, is on the floor laughing at this point in time. Fire the torpedoes. Greasy dripping onto the floor. What is wrong with you? They're just people walking by looking at us like we've lost our minds. Bad mistakes. Yeah, you're looking at each other. Pizzas are still sideways. <laughs> If we had just taken your father's invisible jet to pick up the pizzas, this would never have happened. Did a lot of drugs. Progenitis! That wasn't a really good story, actually, now that I think about it. So, after that interesting story that from interesting Morgan. I can't story. end it on that. That's, that's so bad. We You're definitely it. ending it on that. Let's, wait. <laughs> there is one more thing we can talk about. Very briefly. Yeah. And for, the, for Mark's sanity. Um, I think for Mark Sanity, we should just end. No, 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 no. I want to hear what the Mark Sanity Sanity, is. Two out of the three people in this room, Mm -hmm. a challenge was given to us a little while ago. A little while ago. A little while ago. And though I I was very, very against the challenge at the time, I have completed what I was supposed to do. Almost completed. Almost completed. Um, In that we pulled... With our friend, Charles Fitzgerald, who was on a couple of episodes ago. Who finished his deck almost <laughs> as fast as I did. Uh, we pulled some bad commanders, and we oh, yeah. promised we would stream a four-person commander game with these bad commanders. We certainly did do that. And I have finished my deck, minus... I'm missing a couple cards from my deck. Um, I think I need uh, Soulcatcher's Airy. Yep. I need some some... Some more like blue white birds I couldn't find. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. we could probably do um, that. A mox. What? Um, what? Mox. Mox what? A mox tantalite. Oh, okay. Oh, that card's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. I, I, um, 
a soul talisman. Uh, that's uh, fine. Yeah, I need so like some bad cards. I think I have a commander Asia in my room. I've got a signed commander Asia. I don't want, but to not mind. signed by the artist. Okay. <laughs> 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 Who's it signed by? Yeah. <laughs> He signed it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ross, what's going on with your deck? Um, I have about one card for it, uh, and it's the commander. Excellent. <laughs> Great. So I am very, very far into deck building um, because I am 1% there. Excellent. My goal is by the time this episode goes live, that deck is finished so that we can actually stream it the week that we drop this. Okay, so... Two I... weeks from now. So the episode is going to go live a week Next from week. tomorrow. Yeah. That's going to be uh, September 20-something thing. Uh, September 27th is when this episode is going to go live. Hmm. Sounds like a plan. So that means that within the next week, we should find a way to stream this. So I should build it the 26th then? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Build it the 26th. Good. Good to know. Do you even have a strategy? Varagoth, yeah. that's the strategy. I, I already actually told you what I was going to do. I just haven't actually like put cards together for it. Okay. It's a uh, mono black devotion. Yeah. I will say I did make some changes to the Svela list as well. Um, I asked you guys if it was okay for me to be able to put Seedborn Muse in the deck uh, to be able to utilize them again. I took that out because I'm like, eh, don't need that. Also took Dockside Extortionist out. I only had it in the deck just to make tokens for Warp World purposes. I took that out as well. And then the question is, do you need a World Fire? No, because I can't cast it off of Warp World. You can cast it off of Spella. Off of Spella, that is true. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Ooh. I mean, it's so weird. Because I always thought... That the reason why Worldfire was banned was like because of like Joyra interactions where you could like suspend it, and then it comes off of suspend and you like more stuff on suspend. But it was because you could float mana and then cast your commander afterwards. Yeah, that is like quite possibly one of the dumbest things I've heard. And like that's nine mana. That means you needed to have what like fifteen minutes to be able to do that. I'm currently having dreams. So I play Pandemonium and Impact Tremors in my deck just to be able to potentially oh. like get a bunch of triggers right when all the creatures come That's back to play. But the idea is maybe I have an impact tri tremor trigger and then I activate Svella to try to hit World Fire. <laughs> That's Oh God. That's amazing. <laughs> I you have like good strategies and my deck is just bad. I that, told, like, it's how all is that a good strategy? How is that a good strategy? <laughs> he has to have there's so many zero one tokens in my deck. Ooh, why are they not one zero tokens? Ooh, ooh, I could have. What are those? The elemental tokens from Master of Waves. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love Master. Okay. Or, Master uh, Waves is a speed card. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I can't play that in a solo deck because of blue. What is blue. the name? Of, yeah, I know. What is the name of the elemental from? I think it's Time Power Block, where it's like a nine zero or something. And it's you like, mean the negative? No, no, it no. is zero toughness, and what you need to do is have like a pump effect, like on the board, a, like a like a guy like a Gyrosanthem or a yeah. And anthem. I don't know what that card is. Maybe it was from Future Sight. Yeah, and it's like maybe you should play that card. Mm. You know, for pandemonium purposes, that might be fine. <laughs> okay, so, so I th I think we have tortured our listener base long enough today. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is an interesting episode.
Morgan. I apologize like to, to everybody. <laughs> as you should. <laughs> Morgan, would you like to hit us with the Kicking Myself theme song? So this week, we're going to do a little differently. We might get slapped with an injunction here, but uh, we must bid you adieu in this instance. Um, we will say goodbye and good night. Bang. Damn it. Why are you throwing cards at me? No. No. <laughs>